It's finally here, the 100th episode of our beloved scandal. And I got to say, it delivered. I think we all were just in our feelings this episode. So stick with us. We're about to break down Scandal Season 6, Episode 10, The Decision, coming up right now. Ooh, the harmony. Hey, hey. Took one look at you. It's my oh, Nelly voice. It was plain to see. You were my destiny. The light. Oh. Yes. Open wide. I was ready to go. Oh, that was a nice little jam session. Yeah. Welcome to our Scandal After Show. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, To all of our viewers in the live chat, thank you so much for tuning in and for jumping in there with us. Whether you're listening on AfterBuzz TV or on iTunes, um, thank you so much for being with us. I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean. And I'm so pumped to kick it off to our guest tonight, the OG... Scandal host, we have Emil with her, here here with us tonight. Sorry, I'm beside myself. I'm all emotional over here. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> feels so weird being back. I love it though. Yes, yes. <laughs> welcome, welcome. welcome. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Love it. So well, where, uh, where can I find you? Yeah. Media. Um, you can find me at Emil Ennis Jr. I don't. I, I haven't been here so long. Do I look I here now? Here. Okay, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. find yeah. me yeah. at Emil Ennis Jr. <laughs> Glad to be back. Yes. <laughs> and I'm your girl, Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. Dope. 100th episode. Yeah. Yay. 100 episodes <laughs> in the book. I mean, I'm sure this feels surreal for you, being that you were here from the very start. Yeah. Uh, for the like the OG OG, you remember for the very first episode, I was in the studio by myself, <laughs> and then uh, Mari would call in from New York and... Sophia joined the second episode, then Bam joined, then then Cornelia joined second season. And so, I don't know, being back here, you guys know, like, I, I can't do this anymore because of uh, career changes, and I just, I'm, I just can't He's right now. He's moving on up. He's doing big things. But, like, yes. honestly, this show, I was so heartbroken <laughs> that I couldn't do this anymore. Um, but I'm so grateful for everything that this show and this after show and after buzz provided for me. And I don't know, I'm all emotional probably because uh, this crew drinks wine before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia and I they used to drink do. wine sometimes, but like, so, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. Well, I know Aww. I can speak for all the fans when I know that they were also heartbroken that you weren't on the panel yeah. anymore. Um, I mean, our first few episodes, people were dying to see you guys. Yeah. Where's the old so, panel? I'm glad we could bring you back as a bit well, of a treat. I heard we have an old Litz fan. <laughs> to my right over here yes! and you guys know I was diehard on lit yes! so I was definitely happy for this episode <laughs> salty a little salty I am in a Laker however there wasn't a chance for Jake in this episode let's just say that there wasn't a chance so I can get on board and we all got emotional at one point yeah. so I can roll with the punches on yeah. that one um, but um, the rest of the original co-hosts, they all wanted to make it today, and they try to, you know, change their schedules, but they weren't able to, but they give their shout-outs yes. and to say hello. I'll do a literally so for Sophia. 
She always said literally, um, uh, bam, somebody has to die. I don't know who. And then we'll do a cold piece for Cornelia later. But they all gave their love through me. So Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yay. And we're so glad you could join us tonight. I'm Absolutely. glad to be here, guys. Um, and, and we're all dressed up, as you can see. We're in our Car. red and black to celebrate the 100th episode of Scandal. Scandal. Yes. And I mean... Yeah, hand clap for Scandal. Yes. Yes. Seriously, shout hand out clap, to Sean and Ryan. Cheers. A little cheers. Um, I love these wine glasses. To, uh, Isn't it so Olivia? It yes, really is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> we try. No, seriously, cheers to this show. It's been phenomenal. I know I personally have just had such a blast so far this season. Ten episodes in, host, finally hosting one of my favorite shows mm-hmm. that I've always been a fan of. And it it's just awesome. Yeah. I mean, this, the show gave us a glimpse of what the scandal world would be like had things not gone a certain way, but I mean, I don't know where I'd be if I wasn't on the show right now. Like, this I is know. lit. This is definitely my favorite night of the week. Though, so, <laughs> I know. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was nostalgic in a way. It was like going back and remembering those days of them like gaining up and um, gathering and trying to discuss how to be deceptive and <laughs> in some way or form with defiance. Um, and just, you know, me personally watching Scandal from day one, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And in front of the TV and, and them just giving us kind of like a time machine back and seeing what happened tonight was was like we were living in a crazy, was it like Twilight Zone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt weird because I've always said like episode six of first season, The Trail, was my favorite episode. And yes. so this almost felt like it went back to that. And then we saw Aftermath if she would have said no instead of yes to Defiance. Mm. And um, I don't know. I was here for it. Like, <laughs> I was loving it. Like, loving all of it. So... I don't know. I, I need to see more of this alternate universe somewhere. I don't know if they can do like a spinoff series or something online. I, you know, it's not past Shonda Rhimes to do something like this. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm totally like shamelessly plugging that. You know, Scandal ABC's <laughs> Twitter account tweeted me today. I see you. So this is our shameless plug to give yeah. us more of this alternate universe. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we were saying it through the episode. Like, can we get like a we'll one off? see how this plays off. Yeah. Every other episode, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. It, it delivered. Yeah. I, I'm just beside myself. <laughs> um, can I just say real quick that the live chat is going crazy because you are here? Aww. They are so yeah. excited. I got a whole bunch of capital letters. Yes, Emil. Yes. Oh my God, we miss you. So I happy. miss you guys so proud too. Of you. Oh my God, you're back. Smiley face, smiley face. I mean, the fans are going crazy. Honestly, for guys. You. Honestly, this like me being back here. Like I said, this was my roots. This is my very f- first hosting anything at After Buzz and. It just, I I truly have so much love for this show, so much love for Scandal and for everybody involved. Um, And specifically, I feel like, because I didn't, I was telling Jessica before we started that I haven't even had time to watch Scandal this season. And it just so happened, before she even messaged me, I binge watched Scandal uh, last, I guess it was last weekend. Mm -hmm. And so I'm caught up and then I watched the last week's episode today and I saw the preview for today's and Mm. I was like, oh, are we going there? (laughs) So it's really going to feel like OG. So it feels like extra special and emotional, but you know. 
Yeah. But. Well, I mean, just riding off of that, can you tell us a little bit more about what you've been up to as yes. of late? Because I know the fans are dying to know. Um, so we jump into the, the madness. I now work um, at Clever, which is an online network. It's like entertainment news, a pop culture, um, and I host a couple shows on there. So you can find me. It's Clever with two Vs. Um, so I'm there pretty much all the time, like four to five days a week. So that's kind of what keeps me busy. Um like, for example, I have to be up in studio at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. So that's why I can't do, like, these late shows anymore. But um, that's where I am. I do the podcast with Sophia and Cornelia, Happy Hour, if you remember. So I still do that. And um, just stay busy, host live events and stuff. But this will always be my home and my love. And, you know, I would love to pop back in anytime I can. Like, I can't do it often. But please do. If you, always open. If you have the, the inside scoop, there's going to be a juicy episode. Go <laughs> right. hit your boy up on the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We'll give you the heads up. Of course. We'll <laughs> get a guest on here and have you too. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations yes. to your success. Thank you. That is thank awesome. You. Yeah. That is awesome. I know the Afterbus fan misses you a lot, and we're thank so thrilled you. to have you here tonight. Truly. Yes. And I will say, it feels nice not to have to lead host. Like just relax and talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Christine. <laughs> We've been rocking out, all right. Yeah. Especially with our wine. Right. The wine does help, I will say. It doesn't feel like TGIT with a little bit of without a little vino, you know. And we had popcorn while we were watching the show, yes. by the way. So we we're all full yes. force on the gladiator status. Yes. <laughs> well, I think it's time to dive right in. Let's do it. Um, so, you know, the episode was titled "The Decision." It's all about that decision on, uh, you know, just before the election night, where the OG crew was deciding whether or not to fix this election for Fitz. And um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's 2010, so this is like a couple years back, yeah. and it it starts out with Liv saying no. She decides to not go that route, and you can see that everyone at the table is a bit disappointed, but things just completely go into a tailspin from there. Um, you know, after everything wraps up and Fitz doesn't win, he's pretty rejected when Liv decides that she's just going to go back to Washington. Like, hey, <laughs> we didn't make it happen. You know, time to move on. Yeah. Well, can I just say that it was weird to see Olivia in such a domestic role. I mean, first off, with, of course, we'll get to the marriage thing. But even, like, she's not Olivia Pope in this episode. She didn't become Olivia Pope. She's wearing sweaters. Like, where are my cakes? You know? Uh, She has this natural curly hair going, which is fine. But, you know, she's just, like, rocking something different. She's trying to pass bills and just kind of, like, simple. And, oh, I don't have access to the White House. It was weird to digest. Like, I need my walk, I need my look, and I need my capes. Yeah, Yeah, you definitely felt a more domesticated Olivia Pope. It felt like when... um it felt like when she was in the White House with Fitz for a little bit and she wasn't fully herself and she started to hold some type of resentment towards him because she couldn't be who she was. Um, So everything, the way it played out, it felt natural to it. Um, For a diehard Olitzer, I had like a moment... And luckily, I wasn't. I didn't have like enough wine in to cry. But (laughs) when they got when they like got married, and you saw like her wedding dress and like the full marriage happen, even the way he proposed, like when she initially denied him instead of have a date and she like cut him off. Mm -hmm. But then when she came back and opened the doors, oh, oh, 
right. like I got all the feels all and the like, feels. like it just it felt so good. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I know as a fellow Olitz fan, that uh, wedding scene was so vindicating for me. I was yeah. like, yes, I wanted this since day one. Yeah. And that it was just magical. Carrie looked amazing. And, you know, seeing Huck like that, still really scruffy, and him kind of being the one to give her away, I, I just thought it was all really cute. And, yeah. I also it. feel, though, that luckily, because I said on my podcast that this season I've been enjoying... Even though I just binge watched it this season, <laughs> this whole season <laughs> right? the last week, five minutes ago, I've enjoyed it because this season felt different than the previous like three seasons where they focused so much on Olitz and then Oleg and then like going back and forth. Mm-hmm. We're now focused on like an actual scandal and we're seeing different perspectives from yeah. each person. And so you haven't had like that kind of love triangle thing. So it was almost as if because we've had that absence, we didn't know that we were missing it. So when mm-hmm. we got it for a little bit, we're like oh, you got oh. a little emotional yeah. kind of oh, yeah. those heartstrings. And yeah. you know what do you think? I mean, I miss. One thing that I do miss, though, I do love this season, is I like the individual cases each week. Yeah. And starting from the beginning, clip, 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 the camera shutter shots, you know, and and putting everything up on the windows, which we found out from tonight were cracked before she moved in. (laughs) But um, but I I, I do miss those individual things. Like, I, I know that the big case right now that we're dealing with is the shooting of Argus and all of that, but do you miss? Well, I will say... The only reason I don't miss it is only because the way they're doing it, I think, is such a unique way for Scandal as a whole. Because we've seen it before where we've seen them deal with the Scandal or deal with a certain situation and we see it from a different a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, this season, the way they're doing it, like the last episode focused on Huck and the one before mm-hmm. Abby and like... Each episode, we're seeing the exact same scenes, Mm -hmm. essentially, but we're seeing, like, that different perspective. And because we have uh, Frankie, we have uh, the murder of Jennifer. Jennifer Jennifer. Jennifer. Uh Uh, Then we have, like, Huck missing. So we're not necessarily getting, like, the scandal of the week, but we're getting enough where it's, like, you're getting, like, the taste of it. Yeah, I have to say I agree. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did definitely, early on, enjoy the case-by-case basis. It was very catchy, and I think that's where Scandal really got a lot of its strong following. But I do love that the this season, the episodes are very character-driven. We're getting more of their stories. I think it was a really smart move by the writers to help us, you know, engage with them again and really remember why we love them as characters Mm -hmm. and be really present with them in their moment and Mm -hmm. their struggles and how that relates to the bigger picture. I I thought it was actually a really cool risk that Scandal took with this with this season to tell each episode from a different perspective, Mm -hmm. um, which I I really enjoyed. I think they kind of tried to do that that season where um, Liv was captured and we're kind of seeing it you know from her perspective and their perspective but this I think really like you know, I think we even spoke about we it last did. week in we the did. sense that, you know, it's, it's great. And we're, mm-hmm. we're curious if that's just how the whole season's going to play out. Or, you know, now watching this episode, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if this is now the benchmark. And then right. from here, will the structure change now that we've, you know, we've gotten our what ifs and, you know, where we are right now. So I'm really curious, I think that to, it's, you know, to it's, see where that goes. Yeah. And it's really cool just um, thinking about each individual actor and how they have been challenged to really take their role and their character up to the next level. That's true. Yes. They have really had to pour in. They've been the central point to each episode. Like, literally, they are there, and everything revolves around them, and they have had to change their emotions and dynamics. And even from moving on from this past season to this episode and how they all play completely different characters and had to show love interest in different people and their careers taking different paths, I think that... um, 
I don't know. I I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty incredible. And something that I didn't say last week was just how impressed I was with Huck, mm-hmm. with yes. um, Guillermo Diaz. He played that role. I mean, having to literally be in an acting scene where you are going in and out of death, and we can see every stage of it on your face and on your body and your mm-hmm. emotions was pretty phenomenal to me. So, I mean, I think that it's challenging them. And it's, it's exciting to see and to witness. Yeah, I agree with that because there's something, and it's always been, there's certain shows where you know like the lead actor or actress mm-hmm. carries the show, right? Yeah. Right. I've never felt from this show that Carrie Washington like carries the show. It's always been an ensemble cast. Yes. And I think they've always given some type of opportunity. You don't always see each character necessarily like quote unquote shine in each episode. Yeah. But when they have their moment, they have their moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've like I agree with you. I've I've enjoyed seeing each character like really hone into their craft and and you see their acting chops and see how talented they actually are. Um so like I said, I did watch last week's episode right before. Uh-huh. <sighs> That one, yeah. Did it not just like stab yeah. so you I in did the cry. Heart? I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even remember that one. Yeah. I did cry because that one took me to some places. Like yeah. I was not <laughs> expecting it to go there. But mm-hmm. if they continue to, I don't know what they're gonna do with this shift because I agree with you. Where this could be like a shift moment. Where like, okay, cool. We've done the whole uh, seeing the different perspectives. We've done like, what if? What's next? Yeah. yeah. I'm just hoping I like the what's next. I, I I'm going to. <laughs> I'm very nervous. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean. Um, I really love what they did with the what if, but like you're right, this is a critical point where what's next needs to deliver on the same level. Yeah. Um, and just a quick poll to everyone in the live chat. I mean, I can't see from here, mm-hmm. but is the reception pretty positive to this episode? Yay or nay? I'm liking the alternate universe. Are you here for it? Mm-hmm. Did would you prefer for it to be that way? Yeah. Or it are you cool like a- with how things played out now? Okay. Yeah. So it looks like the um, the live chat is given all of their variety of opinions, but a lot of people <laughs> really do like this episode. Yeah. It's something that I keep um, seeing show up because y'all are typing really fast. Something <laughs> that I keep showing up is about Harrison and just the lack. Like a lot of people felt that it would have been nice to bring Harrison back. Okay, though. To mention him in a certain Weigh way. In. But guys, let's be real. Like I, I agree, it would have been nice, but it's almost as if the if you remember like the time when he was let go and the issues that were right. happening in his personal life. I'm trying to keep it like. It would put it would put ABC in a difficult position. Yeah. I think to and also you know, he's moved on. Yeah. Like it's different the the way he was let go. It's different than characters like because it was so nice to see James yes. come back yeah. and Verna. Like it was mm-hmm. we had like this moment, but they were all let go on amicable terms. Like right. <laughs> it was not that way for Harrison. Well, Harrison was off, right? Yeah, like right. it wasn't the same. Harrison it was kind of like they had to let him go because of what was going on in his personal life. So it was mm-hmm. almost be like the slap in the face to bring him back, even though the fans would have enjoyed it. Oh, for for sure. him, I would have been like, hell no, I ain't coming back. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, unless you wanted to check, but well, like, no, I get yeah. it. That would and be, then even, you know, to even say that wanting a check and if they were to use previous scenes, it's kind of like on his, um, the funeral episode of him. Yeah. They didn't show any like real throwbacks or anything with him yeah. because using, utilizing his material, they would have. But to it would have, I, I do understand it would have been nice to in some way acknowledge him because yeah. he was one of the OG gladiators. He was literally yes. like the gladiator in the suit that recruited Quinn. So mm-hmm. it's like, it would have been nice any type of little reference, but mm-hmm. I understand why they possibly omitted him. Yeah, I agree. Referencing him yeah. to even say like, oh, oh wait, this is Harrison calling just a second. Like something yeah. like that mm-hmm. to know that he's still in the mix, yeah. but he's out there being a gladiator and we can remember him in that form. 
For sure. Yeah. I mean, I know we kind of touched on certain characters, Harrison. I, I definitely want to talk about Quinn next because I think she raised Girl. all of our eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> the, the whole, like, I mean, ABC shamelessly <laughs> plugs all their shows. Yeah. Right, right, I, I right. genuinely love um, with The Prince being yeah. a spinoff right. of The Bachelor. Which I kind of um, love they didn't call it The Bachelor because if they would have done yeah. The Bachelor, it would have been like too much. Okay, yeah. That was so golden. Yeah. I gotta, I'm got. i going to have a good laugh about this with my sister. She was actually on this last season of The Bachelor, so what? we're going to have a good laugh oh about this one later. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, that's why I was like dying. Um, but she's still Lindsay Doyer in this episode mm-hmm. and she's looking for her prince. Um, I just... Just was like wanted to laugh through the entire scene. I could not take it seriously because of how cutthroat uh, Quinn is present day. Like I was like, what? I think it. I think what I loved about this episode and the reason why we did have those comical moments, but also those moments were like, oh, and also moments like, what the fuck? Sorry, guys. What? (laughs) Like, but um, (laughs) I think the reason why I loved it is because even though we know, like, the current universe they live in, and mm-hmm. seeing this alternate universe was kind of like, eh, it all still felt organic to them. Because yeah. remember the 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 Lindsay mm-hmm. Dwyer that came in? She was like that. Yeah. She was, like, that this timid, kind of like, what's happening right now? How can I help? Like, what can I do? And so to see that character on that show, I feel like she would be the type of person to go on that type of show. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just crazy to see her actually doing that. But, uh, yeah, that was, I wasn't expecting that. At all. That threw me for a either. But you make a really good point. She was very timid at the beginning, even when she met up episode one, season one, where she met Harrison at the bar and he's like, Oh, this is an interview. She's like, Oh no, this is supposed to be a blind date. You know, so she was just kind of like clueless in that moment. And like you said, the way that she was in awe walking into OPA, like, Oh my God, who is this goddess woman that is Olivia? I want to know her. So um, I love the part where the guy who actually chose her to be the princess, he's like, oh yeah, you just had me going this season. You like to torture men, don't you? Just a torturer. If only you knew. Right. Let the the tides change. (laughs) Nice little dig at her current character. Yeah, I thought Uh, that was cute. No, I loved it. And I loved that whole bit. I thought, it, like you said, it was a perfect bit of comic relief because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I personally felt like my senses were heightened. I'm like, oh my God, what is it actually going to be? I thought it was going to be very serious, but that was like a good moment to like laugh. Yeah. Um, that plus the grant report. I mean, <laughs> but wait, we, we looked at each other when um, they were about to announce Quinn because last week when we saw the previews, we saw something with a tiara. We, yeah. like, we were trying to figure out like, how is she going to get a tiara? Is she going to be a princess? But like, I was thinking like a royal princess. We're so like, what's happen? Is she going to get married? Yeah. We didn't know she was going to be a bachelorette. <laughs> oh my god, or princess? Princess at. Yeah. Princess, <laughs> Princess 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 There you go. Yeah. But the grant um, report, yeah. Yeah, no, the grant report um definitely threw me for a loop. I was like, what 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 what, what is this? Um, do you think the grant report would get a, a slot on After Buzz? <laughs> mm. 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 Maybe not. He was kind of dry. <laughs> he was, was so boring. I missed the Liberty Report. Lovers oh, of yes. Liberty. Yes. Why do you say that? that? I didn't even think I about wanted. that parallel. Yes. Throwing the shade. Yes. yes. I, I love her voice, the pause, the look. I love what do you guys Sally think? Langston. Lovers of Liberty yeah. or the Grant Report? Yeah. Was it, um... Let us know in live chat. Love is a liberty or grant report. Which do you like best? Did Liv reference, or I forgot who referenced, but whenever somebody was talking about like the grant report and they specifically said like he craves attention, he's a politician, so of course he would do something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
it was a boring show. And granted, we didn't <laughs> right? see like we didn't see like the Super whole show, boring. but it was like it was it was a boring show. But um, we drunk most of the time. For if real, we think of what else would Fitz life. do like after that, if he didn't get elected, like what else would we have done? See, I was thinking about that, mm-hmm. and I don't know that being a political pundit is definitely the right trajectory after yeah. losing an election. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean. Forgive me, I can't think of anyone in recent history who took that route um, after mm-hmm. losing, but I feel like he, couldn't he have gone back to being a governor, push for have. some litigation? I mean, <laughs> would I he think, still be a governor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that post. Like, I think it speaks to his overall character struggle, yeah. which we saw this episode was that he could not live up to the man that he was supposed to be, and he kind of cowered to a position, you know, that would just give him immediate gratification, that attention, people viewing at every day at the right time to listen to him. It's his little soapbox, you know? Well, he doesn't so. have his ego issues, and I think that was my biggest frustration. As much as I love, like, the... And I knew it was going to happen because they gave us that wedding scene so early in the episode. Right, I was like, right. aww, yeah. shit's going to go down. Exactly. So as we saw the episode progress, we saw, like, the true Fitz nature come out, and he hasn't changed. Like, he's the same Fitz from real reality versus this alternate reality. And um, I guess the the issue that I have with him is when specifically the way he didn't support Olivia and the way she needed to be supported. And it was the mm-hmm. same issue that she had when she was in the White House with him where he made her ornamental as mm-hmm. opposed to a full woman. And it's like, I don't know. But luckily, we saw later in the episode that he came around and he wanted to I work know. on it. Uh, I wish at that, that moment. Yes. You said it too at the end. Like, why yeah. they cut it right there? Like, I yeah. wanted to see him, like, you know, put that into action. I want him to get into the house. They should have made it a two-hour episode. Yes, we yes. had a movie. They should have moved to the house. Yes. I want to see babies. I, I, I can see them, like, jam. in their old age with some grand... Oh, we have the jam. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Uh, is that too much to ask? I know. I, I, Shonda, please. I'm I'm appealing to you now. <laughs> we are all appealing to you. Uh, but that, that report, um, him, I, dare we say, I mean, I'm going to challenge these elitzers over here. Oh, dare we say... <laughs> I'm sorry. I threw the shade. Both y'all did so at the same time. Could we say, and would you agree, that Fitz is very, very selfish? Oh, he is. It's completely. He's just just a work in progress. And I'm going to take it a step further. Lord help me. Because of the selfishness, he gets in the way of the relationship, and this is why there will never be an Olitz. They will never work out. They will never be together. Pause, pause. Do you pause, think it, pause, so? You're pause, saying pause. what he did was too little, too late at the end? Because um, they've worked listen, it out. And now, listen. And, you know how like you're dreaming in an episode, and when you spontaneously wake up, you get mad because it was at the good part of the dream. Okay. Yeah. But what if you just stayed in that dream longer, and it got to the bad part, and it got to an uncomfortable part? They woke us up from this dream at a very nice. Mm, you know, come together moment, he found his senses. But in reality, we're actually living where uh, President Grant is not thinking about Olivia in that way, and she's over him in real life. Well, so... Mm, let me go ahead yeah, and just, take a sip. Really just take a sip. <laughs> I'm just saying. I hear you. I hear you. However, based on the way Olivia uh, walks down the hallway at the end of the episode, <laughs> I think there's still a chance. Uh, what's the what's the new the new girl? Angela. Mm. Angela, the FBI director? FBI mm-hmm. director. Yes. I loathe her. Since y'all haven't heard Side my note. thoughts on her, so I, 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 I ain't for it. Me neither. I'm so me glad they, they put that one down. And it's like, not, it has nothing to do with me being like Timo Litz or anything. I'm just not for it. No. I won't. She, she I don't need to quick. elaborate. Like, I just, I'm just not. Mic drop. Elaborate a little bit. Well, I, <laughs> I still think that, okay, so like I said earlier, 
there's something about this season where the lack of the Olitz Olake situation has right. helped, but it's also this longing for it's this longing for, but not wanting it, but still wanting it yeah. to yeah. see those interactions. So I think that's why. And I don't know if they were setting this up, but the end of the episode when she did like meet him on the balcony yeah. or whatever, there was this moment where like, oh, are we gonna get more of that? Now I will say, Shonda, if you're listening, whoever, I don't need every episode. Just sprinkle it in. Because when yeah. you do it every episode, it gets too much. Yeah. Like, just sprinkle so it in. Yeah. Are you saying, like, when she ended up in the bed with him and they were taking notes, <laughs> she was doing her reports and she's like, oh, you want my pen? We all gasp when we watch that live. Like, I'm sorry, come again. I wasn't anyway. for it. I was yeah. not for it at all. <laughs> but <laughs> Olivia can uh, go ahead and scoop back in and go ahead and push the FBI director to the side. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would love to see a fight between them, too, though. I think it's some foreshadowing for sure because Mm -hmm. the same way in the the past dream scene at the very end he finally stepped up Mm -hmm. and you know was trying to become the man that she needed him to be. Flash forward. Go ahead. Flash forward to the present. (laughs) He's gunning for Cyrus. He's trying to make sure that he does right by him. He's taking the reins. He is the president of the United States. You know, his identity crisis. Mm -hmm. He found himself. He's like, no, I'm still acting president. We're going to get Cyrus out. And I think him really embracing mm-hmm. that I think was like Liv just flipped the switch. She was like, alright, honey. You know what? I think I... Good, now find yourself back to Olivia. But do we... Okay, okay. They, they <laughs> you know that we want listen, this. I, <laughs> I know that you guys want it. In all fairness, I understand the flow of scandal and how Shonda writes mm-hmm. and it, it's time. It's time for a list to get back. You know, it's been, it's been a lake for a while and that back and forth going to the sun and X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. and... Um, shade out now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, because y'all don't have the sun. No. Okay. Um, but, you know, it is time for a little Olitz uh, action, so I'll give you guys that. Um, but how do you feel about that Grant, Fitz Grant, is so amped on getting Cyrus out of jail and into the White House? He deserves that seat. Does he, though? I'll, I'll let you speak first. Well... <laughs> I think we saw, (laughs) I think we saw like in the alternate universe how he feels. I think that it's always going to be a conflict because of his relationship with Mm Melly. And the way the relationship was, the related relationship is now, um, and just the way that he treated her. I don't think he ever necessarily respected Melly or ever saw her in a light that she could ever have that type of position. Mm -hmm. So even when they had like that heart to heart on the balcony a couple episodes ago, Mm -hmm. and he made it seem like, you know, if you want to run, like I'll let you, like, or if you want to, if you want me to choose you to, so deceiving. You know I what I mean? I was so mad at him for that. I don't There's know. I believed him. him then, but I think maybe underlying, you know, maybe it's a little bit of misogyny. Like, he still thinks that yeah. a guy's the right guy to do it. I don't know. It, but also, I don't know. With, with Melly, um... There's this... Melly also... Mm, I think Melly just strikes <laughs> a chord with Fitz that none of us will ever even understand. Because somehow, it's like... you. It'll seem like he's you know, finally coming to and being there to support her, but we'll still just have some resentment towards her to the point where he's not going to help her. I feel like Fitz undermines Melly every chance that he gets. And this is when they were married. This is when um, she was taking care of his kids. This is when she supported him. And I think that he never really just appreciated her. He never appreciated everything that she brought to the table. The sacrifices, I know he found out later, of course, episodes, seasons later, that she was actually um, raped by his 
father and just what she was able to push aside and put on that pretty little face for, you know, the first lady. But I literally like in my soul and I really felt this tonight. I feel for Melly. Yeah. I Deeply. feel for her so much. In both universes. Melly. Oh my God, I know. I, I mean, voice. she can't keep no man. She, she, she was in a relationship where she felt trapped and then got into another one where she was literally someone else's beard and trapped there too. I My heart broke for her. I, I almost wish that, you know, in that alternate reality, she still found her way to the White House because I wanted to believe that that was still her destiny because she wants it so bad now. But it just... It's like she can't catch a I break. mean, we didn't get enough of that episode to see it. I know. <laughs> but I, it cut off after It one. goes back to the way they did this episode, though. I feel like I, I love that even though it was an alternate universe, each person in a way still stayed true to the regular universe. Because think about it. Like, uh, for example, mm-hmm. Quinn, in this one, she was like on a reality show looking for love. And like in real life, yeah, she's with uh, Charlie. Mm-hmm. But she loves Huck. Like, we know she loves oh, yeah. Huck. She wants Huck, and she's still looking for it. Remember the hesitation with getting married and, like, accepting that? Um, Melly is still, like, trying to figure out her purpose and trying to get validation for being, like, the woman that she is and, like, the fact that she can possibly have that position of power. Mm-hmm. And she tried to get it from Fitz. She got that from Cyrus and then realized that Cyrus really wanted to be in office himself. Like, you know, all those different things. She Cyrus... found it in herself yeah. each time, though. Like, yeah. even at the end when she confronted Cyrus, like, this is not the way I want to do things. Like... I think somehow, even though she's constantly being trapped into certain situations, she finds the strength within herself to keep going. And that's something I've always admired about her character. She's definitely one of my favorite characters. She's definitely one of my favorite characters, too. But I don't think, I have to disagree, I don't think that she found it within herself. I think that the road always leads back to her finding it within Olivia. Regardless of what she has come across, the person who's been able to talk her up, she's been able to go to, is Olivia. It's okay you lost this election. Just Mm -hmm. man up and make the phone call. We're going to get through this. I'm going to get you in the White House. Okay. It's okay that, you know, that Jake and X, Y, and Z are going to go do these interviews. You just stay at home. You do these things, um, you know, to be presidential. I see what you mean. You know, even, even tonight, even the throwback of someone, this is just in better framing, just so we can really understand this. In the past, Olivia was the mistress that the world didn't know about. And Melly found out about it, and she wanted to keep it hidden just for her own sake. But can you imagine if what happened five months, two months, whatever, after the election actually happened, where Olivia went and married Fitz? How embarrassing is that? So she got more of um, a public embarrassing situation. Melly did, okay? So I'm saying, in this flashback, with that amount of embarrassment to humble yourself... And to kind of take crap and go to the mistress that is now married to your husband, your ex-husband, and say, you were right. You knew him so much better. I just feel, you know, kind of trapped and you made him free. Well, she kind of did that present day, though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The parallel. She, in every scenario, she goes back to Olivia. Olivia is her strength. And Olivia, she feels empowered by her. So I don't feel like she finds within herself. I feel like Olivia gives it to her because, you know, she be fixing stuff. So, <laughs> you know, that's what our girl be doing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God. Okay, so who else did we see in this 100th episode that threw us for a loop? Um, well, I, I guess for me, Cyrus. So, okay, if you have been watching the show, like the after show, like for a while, um, there was an episode where it was an episode where Cyrus and... Um, Cyrus and why am I blanking right now? His ex husband James. James, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cyrus and James, they had like that bare naked moment in front of each other. It's like a moment of truth. And it was that episode, I think, where 
I was like so touched by it and so emotional and I like actually came out on air for the first time. I never said like I was gay on air before and that was like the very first moment, like tears and everything, blah, blah, history. But uh, it was interesting to see like in the alternate universe how timid was, how timid Cyrus was and how scared he was to like actually say he was gay on air and like mm-hmm. uh, be public with James and having that interaction with James in his home with Melly and like seeing that. That was a little weird. And when Melly and Cyrus kissed, that was extremely oh, weird. Like it God. was awkward. Uh- Word. It was awkward. Like, out of all the moments I think of the show where we were like, oh, like what? That was like, no one were like, oh, oh. Like, what is happening right yeah. now? My question is, do you guys think that, so for, remember at the, towards the end of the episode when Cyrus says, he's essentially telling Melly, like, you knew the whole time, like, mm-hmm. what I was. Do you think that Melly actually knew or she really realized for the first time that Cyrus was gay when she was on that little balcony area upstairs? Goodness. I I honestly, I think that she realized it for the first time. You know, one of the things that I do love about Melly and her character is that she is so naive to a lot of things and she's very genuine. And um, she likes to believe in hope, you know, and I think in each of her marriages, she loved Fitz. I believe that 100%. It wasn't an arrangement, you know, he changed in her eyes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the same thing here. She made the advance on Cyrus, and she wanted to kiss him, and she thought that there was a connection. She loved that he believed in her, so she, she's always yearning for someone to just support her and just to love her. She wants to be loved. Hence why she, you know, connected with Marcus. Someone who just could love her and love her right. Like Marcus did. You know, she was... <laughs> she was happy about little, that one. <laughs> no one's about it. black. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she is true. Um, I think you, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, Christine, is that, you know, when she does realize things, she is the first one to, to kind of call people out on it. Like, this is what I know, or you know what... You know what I know. In the Melly <laughs> voice. her voice so you good. You know what I know. Um, so, yeah. So, I think that she didn't know. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know if we saw enough for me to make that call. Yeah. I'm going to say if she knew maybe it was validated in that moment. I mean, I'm sure that's the easy answer out. But, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean, she. I, I think she probably was just validated in that moment and knew going forward. Because... Cyrus, I mean, it's not like when they kissed, he was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, he kind of, like, saw that moment as a moment of opportunity and played into it. He gets turned on by any any hand at power. My question is, did they have sex? Like, were they doing this? Because when he he said they were partners, you know, she understands what this is. So even when she was, you know, on the balcony hearing that and kind of, I guess, finding out for the first time, um, like... It's still what Cyrus was saying was true. Like, did they just have a partnership? Because then she couldn't have been that surprised if yeah. they weren't even like having sex and like. I feel like they probably intimate. did because remember he was oh, he was like, with that woman before. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm sure. He's faked it. You can, he yeah, you can fake it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can fake it in order to in order to reach your end goal. So he he faked so, it. So I really quick I want to switch gears because people really want to talk about Fitz and Quinn, mm. which also was a WTF. Mm. What the actual. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you guys could hear, like, sometimes I used to wish that we had a camera, like, when we were watching yes. the show, because <laughs> when she went down on him, all, I was like, uh-uh, because he, <laughs> they had the shot of him in the mirror, I was like, look at yourself. <laughs> I was like, you see what you're doing, Fitz, look at yourself. I mean, if that's not the most raw moment, Homeboy is just getting some head right. while sipping on a flask, right. looking yeah. disheveled, like... 
<laughs> it was a lot. That yeah. scene, like I was like, let me clinch my pearls because the, what is queer? But this doing? is why I need like some type of continuation. If, if, if the, even if they don't do like a show, I need somebody like write the story or something. I can read the book because I need to know what happens. Does he ever tell Olivia that he got yes, head from Lindsay Dwyer episode. from the princess? Exactly. Like, like I need to know. I that, need to know. I need to know too. And should he tell? Should he tell her? He Clearly should, he but didn't. he probably he won't. Ain't gonna tell her. He's not going to tell but her. But that moment, though, that Quinn, I want to call it Quinn, but she was Lindsay in this episode, that she was about to go back into the bathroom, and she paused, and she did this mm-hmm. look of like, hmm, oh, yeah, I'm going to give me a governor. <laughs> a governor? Like, out of all people, a governor? <sighs> yeah, okay. let's not even go there. I mean, governor? sure. I mean, who was that governor who was doing all that shady stuff um, in New York? I'm blinking so hard. Who was sending like dick pics to the 14 year old girl? Like, in like real life? Yeah. Oh, Wanger? Wh- Wiener? Uh, Wiener. Anthony, Anthony Wiener. Anthony, Anthony mm-hmm. Wiener. There you go. Hey, first of all, I don't think just real quick on that, on that one. Why? And this has always bothered me. Your name is Anthony Wiener. Right. <laughs> like, you should not even, like, why would you even? Never just pull it out. Like, right. why would you even? Yeah. Like, because so the, the memes alone, like, why would you even think? <laughs> yeah. Maybe Quinn was hoping he was that kind of <laughs> right. But. But just like relating in real life, something that I found interesting is when um, Cyrus had presented the information to kind of out like uh, Mm -hmm. Sally's husband. And when Grant, when Fitz did his Grant report, he was like, so we have to talk about what Sally knew and when she knew it. And when I tell you, if that has not been the ongoing theme in real life with Trump and these Russia connections, it's always been like, what did Trump know? Mm-hmm. And when did he know it? Like, mm-hmm. that has been the, the headliner story. So when I heard that, I was like, okay. I see his little relation here. Yeah. I see him. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and even just, you know, the 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 minor case within the larger plot that uh, Olivia Marcus were dealing with with trying to get a bill passed and do all that. Like, that that was definitely a good play to reality right now. It definitely made it feel more realistic. You know who I wish I would have seen more of in the episode for some reason? Papa Pope. I don't know why. But yeah, I kind of, he was back then. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like he's probably the same. But like right. I want to see like a little more for some reason. One thing I thought was interesting actually about Papa Pope's involvement with Cyrus and Melly trying to bid for the White House in that way. It was almost like he was there, Olivia, in that scene. Because yeah. like Olivia was trying to get Melly and Fitz there. And then now it's like, swoop, put another Pope in there. And he's trying to get those two there. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. He was like being their little voice of do this or do that. So... Um, I feel like regardless of the universe, he's continuously trying to get Melly in the White House. If it's a flashback alternative, you know, scenario, or if it is right now, he's trying trying to get Melly. Who else? Oh, Abby. Abby I wanted more of Abby. There wasn't enough. I did. There wasn't enough. But granted, literally, like two episodes episodes ago, ago, we had like a lot of Abby. So that's probably going to have like a lot of Abby and Huck. But we had like enough, like a taste. But for sure. But uh, back to Papa Pope, his name was like uh, Demarcus, Damascus, Damascus Bainbridge. Bainbridge. Isn't that the name that he That's gave same Melly one. when he um, handed off the list mm-hmm. of the um, jurors mm-hmm. on that bus on that, that bus. got killed? Yep. I was like, okay, what is this little? He got these little alias names exactly. that he likes to stick to. Yeah, what, Damascus? Like, <laughs> take me back to Damascus. Isn't the Bible. <laughs> Damascus. Bainbridge. I did that like is... the, the continuity there, though. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. sprinkling that in, it made it feel more like, all right, this is not totally off the yeah. wall. Right. Yeah. It'll it can kind of be realistic. But, um, I mean, I guess this is a good time to kind of lead into where we think it's going to go from here because, <sighs> um, you know, I where we are in present day with, we've kind of nicknamed uh, 
that duo that's kind of controlling everything, the two live crew. Two live I don't know crew. if you've been following. <laughs> yes, it's two live crew. There's only two, two of them that are still alive. Yeah. I can't. Two live, and they two and the lady in the red dress. <laughs> and they turn up on, on all of our characters. Who has three names, yes. Um, so what I was kind of hoping for with this episode was while we were getting this what-if scenario, if maybe they would have dr- uh, sprinkled in some hints of what their motive was all along, if maybe it was something that was deep-seated from day one, possibly, um, and to get us to understand where the season's going to go from here yeah. and why they want Melly in the White House so bad. Because we saw in this alternate reality, that's still what she wanted, and it's still what she wants right now, and it's what they want. So I was kind of hoping to see maybe some... Some, some background, so maybe info. some background, maybe if like what's so special about Melly that yeah. they should use, or um, maybe that they can use her. Let's just say that Melly is is a weaker one. You know, she likes to be guided, and she's always looking for a leader. She's not ever her own leader, and maybe so that's what they she's either for the last six seasons she has been depending primarily on Olivia, and then secondarily on Cyrus. She continuously goes back to him. She, you know, those are her rocks. So maybe because she's just usable. Yeah, I mean, they definitely show that side of her character. Yeah, inside and out. Um, can we can we talk about Marcus for a second? <laughs> sure, we got a couple minutes. Let's talk about Marcus. We were like, um, you know, Marcus literally like he came in season four mm-hmm. originally, but all of a sudden he is here trying to pass a bill in this like alternative universe. He he literally on season four when he came in was when it was like that Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm father shooting out in the street the and she's like episode. who is this advocate who is this man blah 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 mm-hmm. and now he's just rolling up in the old times yeah I was and, and I, I feel like the OGs might have felt a little some type of way about that because mm-hmm. essentially he didn't replace Harrison but he yeah. kind of did, did. Yeah. and that was the break in continuity there they me. did it in a way when they introduced him to the show they did it in a way where because if if he would have like really been ingrained into OPA, you would have been like, oh, he actually replaced Harrison. Like they really like did like a swap. Yeah. But the way they did it, they did it where he's still like involved, but he's not a direct replacement. But by throwing him into this alternate universe, mm-hmm. that's the only thing. And I love the character. Mm-hmm. I love him as an actor. But mm-hmm. that was the only thing that kind of felt a little like y'all stretching it. Y'all yeah. stretching it just just a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit. But I mean, they made it work though. Yeah, For they sure. made it work. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a stretch. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, they tried, and, and and we talked about it even for like a half a second when yeah. we were like, oh, okay, they're trying to fill in the Harrison yeah. replacement. I mean, Sarah sense. Brock and the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, and uh, actually Angelica Partridge she makes a good point that he was an activist for all those years. He was. I mean, they, when they did say that, when they introduced him in season four, it's like you mm-hmm. know he's been he was working for the mayor's office for a while. You know, he was doing those things, but it's interesting that they had Liv's character meet up with him at that point I was going to say, I guess the question is, do you think it was authentic or organic for Liv's character knowing the Olivia we know after losing an election for her to go take that route? Or do you think they were just trying to connect Marcus? Yeah. Because then it's like, how did you know about him? Like, if he was on your mind, I don't think in season four, because she was like, who's this guy? Like, who's this activist? Like, she wasn't familiar with him Mm -hmm. and all of his causes. But now all of a sudden, well, I think I'm going to go back and write a bill with Marcus. It didn't really connect. Like, that was surprising to me for sure. I have to agree. I Mm -hmm. I think just the power-hungry Liv that we know, I mean, definitely she was changed by the White House, but just who she was from the start was very strong, very driven, goal-oriented. Like, I feel like she would have 
made a bigger bid after but, the fact. To be fair, since like the sorry, I got a piece of string in my finger. <laughs> since uh, the like the live that we saw in this episode was kind of more of the live from the trail. Because remember, the trail was a flashback, right? Yes. Yes. So since mm-hmm. we're seeing more of the trail, essentially in the beginning part of this episode, it's kind of like, do we even know that live really? Because we only saw like a taste of it in one episode, you yeah. know. And so we don't. But I, I still, I still agree. It didn't quite make sense for her to like reach out to Marcus considering like how he was introduced to us on the show and she didn't really know. But I can get down with it in the grand scheme of yeah. things. It was a good episode. It wasn't as yeah. awkward. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. pick, you know, every little yeah. detail. But exactly. I but. agree. And just to honor like our hosts that are missing hosts from the past, I think a little shady boot moment will be for, good. Yes. And a little cold report. So we're going to okay. be back to back on okay. this one. Y'all are in for a treat. So... Um, this, let's do our shady boots in honor of Ryan. But we have to, we have to. Can we sing a little bit? These, These boots are made for walking. I can't. Up. And that's <laughs> just like, what no. they'll do. Woo! One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over the table. Lighting up. Yes, we got, we got lights. A new feature production. Okay, so shout out to Ryan. The shady boots moment of the night. In my opinion, it, it would have to go to Olivia, and the exact scene that it has to go to is at the beginning when, um, after they lost the election, Fitz showed up at her door and said, "I wanted to come and tell you that I lost, that I left my wife to be with you." Oh, and yeah. she said, "Well, you should have made an appointment. I gotta go." <laughs> Burn. Mike drop. Elevators closed, and we're like, Ooh. and then of course they the elevators open. open. But that was a shady. That was like a oh, I know. Not to make an appointment Girl. to tell you that. <laughs> Isn't this what you wanted for so long? Of course, we know the real life, but come right. on. There's something about Olivia and elevator doors closing as she says something profound. Yeah. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. This should be like a drinking game. Right? <laughs> How many that. times will the elevator fall? Oh god. All right, guys. So. For Cornelia's cold piece, yeah. y'all know I can't do it. But here's the thing: <laughs> Cornelia still watches Scandal. Oh, okay. So fun fact: unless if you don't follow Cornelia on social media, Cornelia uh, actually went to. She came, so she's in Sacramento right now. She works for ABC Ten. Big things, yeah. They flew her down to cover the uh, 100th episode, like red of carpet. Scandal. Yeah, so yeah. she did the red carpet mm-hmm. and everything. Nice. She interviewed like damn near everybody from the cast, yeah. and I was over there like ah. So, um, everybody we wanted to have on this sofa, Cornelia got on her interviews. Um, So, she works early in the morning, so I guarantee you she did not watch the episode tonight, but she for sure will watch it tomorrow. So, your task is to tweet Cornelia and ask her who she thinks the cold piece of the week is, and she'll get back to you. (laughs) A little cliffhanger there. I like that. Right, right. A little follow-up. A little follow-up method. (laughs) Dope. That's so funny. Well, Cornelia will have to weigh in, for sure. Yeah, weigh in and see. Hopefully get her on the show. If, if, you know, she's stars Next time you're in L.A. Yeah. But I love it. You know, after buzz, creating opportunities, careers, people growing. Yeah. You know, this show's growing. I love it. Definitely. Love, love, love it. So, yeah. So, I think we got wow. to just about yeah. everybody. Um, I, I mean, I know we briefly touched on David and Abby. They're married in this um, alternate universe. Also, side note. Oh. Leo, Leo Bergen? <laughs> that date was, I'm sorry. Wait, he's, she's what like, oh, that? I have a date with Leo. I was like, like, hell Leo, no. Wait, are Leo like no. Leo that we know? That could have been mm-hmm. a but worse that, It pairing. wasn't even worth it enough. They didn't even show him. He didn't even like show up at the door and then Fitz came and she's like, I choose you, Fitz. They didn't even put I'm, him in the episode. I'm <laughs> grateful for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. wasn't believable for me. Leo Bergen, I mean, Olivia Pope. Yeah. But, I mean, but when he entered to the scene, he was the male Olivia. 
It's true. You know, he it's had a, you know some chops out in the streets. But I think where too. he was at at that point wasn't even close because Liv wasn't even Liv then. You know what I mean? Like there were both nobody's wearing sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Leave girl live alone. Yes, she's talking about sweater. Talk, we didn't talk about Huck because Huck wasn't in it. And I think to your point as to yeah. why Abby wasn't in it, the whole last episode was about Huck, but Huck looked like a wildebeest. Yeah, they went OD oh, for Huck. real, for yeah, real. Yeah, like he just, I was like, oh man, I'm I so will, happy he got shaved up. I will say from all the teasers and the previews to this, though, it almost looked like they were getting married. From one of the, I mean, maybe that was just me. Like they, Ooh. one of the teasers had um a, that that shot of when. Liv and Huck were like holding each other's hands before he uh, walked her down. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, oh, why God. would they be married?" <laughs> I know she saved him, but yeah, mm. no. So I was kind of glad it didn't go that route. Um, oh man, but yeah, we saw OG Huck still kind of scruffy mm-hmm. before he was the, the the contract killer that we know and love. Yeah, yes. Um, but I will say, f- for as much as this episode had me in my feelings, I mean, yes, I do want to see more, but I guess I'm kind of glad it turned out the way it did. Yeah. I, I will say, um, you know, Scandals took us for a ride these past 100 episodes, and I'm just thoroughly impressed. <laughs> and even though it had some rough points in some seasons, that kind of yeah. lost me. Um, I'm really, I'm really glad that you know the writers gave us this and, yeah. and yeah. what they're giving us now. I think it's just top notch writing. I know we said it last episode that episode with a Huck trying to fight for his life to me was the best writing of the season That's I think so it really was getting back to the core of what we really love about these somebody characters somebody needs to get an Emmy this season like there's been some yes. incredible acting Garrett like, yeah, they're trying for to step sure. it up and trying to change it up too and I think that's why they kind of um, went against or kind of left the whole flow of like oh a scandal every episode they're wanting to just test the waters and see what is the response I mean what you know what are people doing what are people saying about it and I think that that making these changes have reinvested in the interest of the show yeah I'm all in I, know, I don't know about you guys but I am I'm back I'm back, back. you binged it and you're like <laughs> I'm on it I'm back, back. <laughs> and so what do you so so I guess that leads us to predictions <laughs> don't you miss this music now your after buzz TV predictions Shall we give our guests the floor? Yes. For this oh, God. Yes. Okay, so I kind of want Olitz to come back because, only because since since the end of the episode seemed like, even if it, okay, so here's the thing, because I know everybody's not an Olitz fan. I don't necessarily need them to like come back in a relationship, mm-hmm. but they can come back as friends because right now they're barely even speaking. You That's know what true. I mean? Yes. So even if we get like a friendship back, a nice little communication going again, that would be nice. Um, as far as Huck goes, I'm nervous because remember, uh, the doctor said that it was possible permanent brain damage mm-hmm. and he won't come back, which my only thing is, and this is just like, my brain goes everywhere. So because of this, like a league group of people who are controlling everything and controlling Abby and everything, I'm like, crib. so they don't mm-hmm. know that Huck's in the hospital right now they found him. Like they're not tracking yes, the, You know what I mean? Like, true. really? Like, like y'all don't know where he's at. You know what I mean? So snaps that's just where my brain goes so mm-hmm. immediately when the doctor said like oh you guys should head home I'm like is the doctor in on it because i'm always mm-hmm. like thinking because meg was an orderly exactly point, so. exactly so i'm like uh, there's a part of me that doesn't want that to be the case but the realistic part of me which i know it's a tv show but the realistic part right. of me is like if they were so um detailed to like make sure that they have all these people in place 
shouldn't live and like the whole crew be thinking of those different things like exactly i I'm should so we have him in a regular hospital or like should we have him like in a private facility and bring a doctor I, in or when i say that that was literally what i was like uh that was literally what i was thinking because i was like they trailed abby they knew that he yes. was gonna go see um the attorney general yes and then you thought that huck was dead so why wouldn't you know that huck's still alive why wouldn't so everybody? So we have a whole scanner crew. All of them are in the waiting room. Then you have Fitz walks up with all of his secret service, but no, but the two live crew just don't know that everyone's together in the hospital because Huck's still alive. Crew, I can't get over it. Yes. So I'm so happy that you said that because that is the absolute truth. Uh, somebody absolute. said we finally heard was that Emery. We finally heard the Olix music, yes, and they know when yes. the Olix music came on, oh, I almost sank into my chair, chair because er- seriously, a when tear. that came, literally that took me back to the trail, and it was yeah. incredible. Oh, I love that that's your favorite episode because that's yeah. hands down that's one of my like favorite, the favorite 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 episode. Oh my god, yeah. so so good. Um, did you want to give your prediction, Jess? Um, or were you piggybacking off of that one? Well, you know. <laughs> I love the prediction time. <laughs> so last week, um, going into this week, I kind of predicted that this episode would kind of, though it was going to take a different route, I felt that it would all culminate to the same point. That if a journey is meant and a destination is meant, that things, no matter how the steps and processes go, you will end up in the same place. Mm. And kind of... Thinking about it, I mean, a lot of things are similar, but they're not given different titles and positions and people's statuses. But there were a slew of things that kind of um, happened still, Mm -hmm. though things changed so much during Defiance. Okay, so first off, Melly is still going up for president. Mm -hmm. You know, she, and it happened a little quicker this time than, Mm -hmm. you know, two years into it than, of course, the six years now. Um, the fact that the OPA office still came about in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, oh, I think this is, I mean, a little more domestic way. I don't think she'll be a fierce, she's not Olivia Pope in the town, but she may be a, a bill passer. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if that's a thing, but um, <laughs> a lobbyist, can I just say, her ringtone on her phone is the same. Oh my gosh. Yes, that, you know, talk about the music, like, I was yeah. like, her little ringtone, yeah. I was like, oh gosh. And then last um, Sally Langston's husband was still outed. That is true. You know, for it. But, I mean, I guess the difference would have been that she didn't kill him like she did in real life. So, okay. a little dark. So, yeah, she okay. got, I know. Got a little dark. Yeah, she didn't kill him. But, um, moving forward, though, I do. F- goodness. I just have this little thing about Olivia now jumping on board to, you know, make Cyrus the president. Like, you're, you're team Melly, and, and Olivia is really strong with staying with her team. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she's like, okay, let's get Cyrus. We all know that Cyrus shouldn't be in the White House only yeah. because we know Cyrus in his past, and Melly deserves it. So I'm a little disappointed, not only because I'm a girl, because I don't play the woman's card all the time, but goodness you backed up this candidate from the beginning and i'm so jake and this is probably why i am an old laker um i'm so at jake because he's like you know what it was gonna <laughs> he's like, yeah, it was gonna happen anyway is what yeah. he said so yeah. why not just let it happen and even to the previews next week papa pope says if cyrus goes into the white house guess what olivia you were dead 
I have to piggyback on that prediction. Yeah. I mean, they also set it up that Olivia would be framed in in um, collusion with oh, everything yeah. that happened with Cyrus yeah. if she continues down that path. So I'm really curious. Mm. You know, she likes to handle everything, but I don't know how she's going to handle that because her life is on the line. I'm not sure if she really truly understands how much so. Maybe yeah. Papa Pope will give her a good monologue and oh, let yeah, her understand. Um, yeah. So I agree. I I like the idea of clearing Cyrus's name Putting him in the White House, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a bit of a stretch. I think that I still think that's his journey to make on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I agree with you that she should stay on Melly's team. But I'm I'm now wondering, like like how we kind of said, if they're bringing this Olitz back, is is that then her motive for wanting to get Cyrus back in there? Right. She just wants to, you know, be with Fitz and do what he's doing. And it, and if so, I think that's kind of weak. For her to take that route right now, so um, I, for me, just more question marks of where this is all going to go, and I think that's a fair prediction considering where they left us. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. We're, like, we're what do you so really confused. say? Um, Absolutely. But all great points, and I'm just I'm I'm very happy with how this episode went. I'm super thrilled to see how this season rounds out. I mean, yeah. we're we're kind of down the home stretch. I know. We've got about six more to go. I know. Yeah. So, which I mean, it's a good season. It's a good thick of a season, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. with that many episodes, especially because of the hiatus mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, I don't know long how y'all felt. Yeah, long. Oh, was it nine months. Yeah. yeah, that's a long time yeah. to be so off long. air. But I think they're going to finish out strong, and yeah. you know, they're renewed for season seven and eight. I think, or mm-hmm. or just just seven. I forgot the day that ABC released. Well, all the that, funny thing is, I so I thought potentially because of the long hiatus and everything me and my former co-host we all were thinking that this season was possibly going to be the last season I was worried about that too when we saw it was renewed we were like oh well oh okay well I guess they're really uh, which I'm not surprised but remember years ago Shonda said like she knows how the show's going to end and so I'm like that scares me I don't want you to know how it's going to end that means it can keep going for three seasons like Grey's Anatomy but yeah no I kind of God, everyone's gonna kill me for saying this. You say it, girl. Oh I just kind of hope it ends after next season, honestly. Yeah. Because after next, like after like season I think, seven, yeah, give it a season seven. Let mm-hmm. some more things play out, and then kind of leave it. Well, since we're in the uh, era of alternate facts, then maybe they can do like <laughs> end scandal, and then do alternate scandal, which it has this new universe that I'd be here for. Okay. Mm-hmm. That okay. I just want it to for. last forever. Like I feel like if you can have Grey's Anatomy on for thirteen seasons, you can have. See, I don't agree with that Scandal. one. I do. <laughs> Just let the characters roll. This is what we need. There's nothing else on television like Scandal. There's nothing else with the dynamic characters that we're so invested in that we love to watch each week. And I think I that know, I don't want them to take it from me. No, no. I agree with Gladiator you, but for life. I mean, I, I personally was a huge 24 fan, and I saw them just write themselves into so many circles <laughs> that just ruined it for me towards the end. So I'm all about, you know, writing a good thing out, but also just leaving it at a good spot. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that the writers also know that because they gave us this little tidbit now, and I think that's just like, all right, here you go. Here's that bone. Um, eventually, we're going to wrap this up. So yeah. if you wanted that, what if you got it? But- well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that you said that because one thing when um, Cyrus, oh, 
Okay, I may I may be eating my words. We'll see. And this is a good like eat words prediction. But you remember when Cyrus had gotten beaten up in prison, mm-hmm. and when he was hallucinating, he went into that dream sequence of him actually winning the presidency. And on that afterbus show, I was like, well, guys, if you wanted to see Cyrus in the White House, well, that was your chance because they showed it there. Mm-hmm. And I felt the same way tonight yeah. on how the characters of Olivia and Fitz. For you Olitzers, you wanted them so bad to be married and be together. I don't think that marriage or wedding will ever happen in your life. But they gave it to you in this dream sequence. For real. But. Fair enough. Okay, that's fair. Good. But now, when I say I, I may eat my words later, is Cyrus may actually become president. And if that Ooh. happens, Olivia and Fitz may just boo together. Hey! <laughs> hey. I like yeah. <laughs> Dope. Well, I guess that all remains to be seen. Yes. Um, we'll have to see next episode. Yes. So, Emil, thank you so much. Thank for you, guys. This it was, was so much fun. So good this was fabulous. Yeah, Truly. This was exciting. This, this was great. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad that you were able to join us yes. and enjoy this episode as much yes. as we did. Yes. Loved it. Sprinkling epic, epic, epic. a lot of the good juju from the old host, mixing <laughs> with the new host. So this was dope. Um, I want to obviously shout out to our live chat. Thank you again so much for joining mm-hmm. all of our listeners on iTunes or on YouTube or directly on AfterBuzzTV.com. We love having you guys. Yes. Um, and let's keep the conversation going. Um, Jessica, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. And you can find me at Emil Innis Jr. You can always see me on Clever. Check it out. Dope. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean. Thank you guys for joining us. Be sure to connect all week and have a great night. Yes. Tweet us. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 